0: TheOAMNetwork.com.
1: And welcome to Off the Record with the New Southern. My name is Alexandra Pusateri and with me is... Taylor Smith! Yay! We're from the New Southern, an online-only newspaper um, dedicated to... Giving news to digital natives in Memphis, and it's all about Memphis news. If you haven't uh, been there already, you should definitely check it out. Yeah. I'm the editor-in-chief, and Taylor is my managing editor. She keeps me sane.
0: Oh, that's sweet of you to say. Mostly I just answer emails and ignore emails. And um, ignore me. And mostly ignore <laughs> Alexandra. So so if you want to see the fruits of that, yeah, just go to thenewsouthern.com. Absolutely. Or don't. <laughs> but you should <laughs> but you should um
1: and uh and so off the record um is mostly us uh letting you know the big news that's happened over the past week um and we're finally caught up we're, we're starting up, yeah the theater, we're starting uh uh up. we're actually in tune with the week maybe previous. who knows
0: anything could happen knock on wood yeah
1: anything could happen
0: anything could happen um, and today's September
1: 7th yeah September 7th Labor
0: Day right
1: happy Labor Day everybody yeah. hope you had a good three day weekend
0: didn't have to be at work didn't Ooh. have to be at work right slept in well literally some <laughs> of us did <laughs> yeah I woke up at 8 because yeah. I have a puppy yeah <laughs> Um, yeah. Some of us have puppies, Alexandra.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm sorry that my dog sleeps through the night.
0: Mm. So, um,
1: so, yeah. So we're just here to uh, let you know the big stories that happened over the past week. We're also here to make fun of the news, too, which um, we love doing because there's a lot to make fun of.
0: And it's easy. So, yeah. We it's, enjoy that.
1: Yeah. It's, uh, it's not hard. Mm. That's what she said.
0: And so uh, one of the first things we have to do is full disclosures. Yeah, for each other. Alexander, what's your full disclosure for the week? See, I was postponing it
1: cuz um mm, Nope,
0: you're doing it now.
1: <sighs> no, my full disclosure is that uh I have not been able to be pantsless in my apartment for 10 days cuz I had a house guest. What kind is, of no, house guest would not, not allow head? you to it's be really pantsless? Sad.
0: <laughs> I don't understand why you couldn't be pantsless. Because, you know, you
1: can't like, you know, you got to wear pajamas. You can't just, you know, because I live alone. So I'm able to just be pantsless whenever. So when I have a house guest, you have to actually be presentable and stuff. And I feel have like I've PJs. seen you
0: pantsless in your apartment. Yeah, right? well, that's because I don't care. Oh, well, that's When it comes great. to you. That's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> oh.
1: What about you? What's your full disclosure?
0: Uh, my full disclosure is that I didn't realize that I had never traveled alone before until I remembered that I have to go to a conference this week. And on Wednesday, I'll be flying alone That's by myself, exciting. all alone, just Taylor. Mm-hmm. It's exciting, but I just realized I've never. And if there's anybody that wants to
1: stalk her, her flight I'm, number is.
0: I <laughs> Well, and I don't like I don't know. I'm going to an airport. I'm going to Atlanta first mm-hmm. and then to Fort Lauderdale. There's like an hour layover. Is that enough time? Is it not? I have no idea. So well, that only a- recommendation that I
1: could give you was if you were a smoker. Because that's the only thing that I know about the Atlanta airport.
0: What the fuck? Is what that,
1: is that about? They, they have an indoor smoking room.
0: Oh, I just want to go then and see. Yeah.
1: Like, no, it smells really bad. Uh-oh. But you can smoke inside there and it's got vents that take out all the smoke.
0: But I bet if I want to find a sugar daddy, that'd be a good spot. Because That would die be a good early. spot. Yeah. Probably. You,
1: you put in cigarette butts through the wall. Because like if you have, have little to circles. smoke
0: so much that you need to go to an airport smoking <laughs> room, you're probably going to die soon. Is my assumption. I have no idea. I, I am so insulted right now. You don't smoke anymore. Oh, yeah, that's true. Technically. Technically. Vaping well, doesn't count. Yeah, vaping doesn't count.
1: All so. right. So with uh, the news this week, great segue Yeah. By me, as so, always. So. <laughs> so You don't smoke,
0: and we're going <laughs> to talk about
1: the news. Yeah, exactly. Also, I'm, I'm recovering from a cold, so I apologize. if. Uh, oh, I thought your voice <clears throat> always sounded like that. Yeah, no, mm. definitely not. Um. So yeah, so for the commercial appeal this week, the story.
0: Yeah, so the first story that I wanted to talk about was talking about first story I wanted to talk about was talking about <laughs> a trailer home, it's a mobile home park, not trailer home, a mobile home park off Summer Avenue where um Cry like what's his first name? Dang it. Dick Likey? No. I'm going to mess this up. Harold cried. Zach. Sorry. <laughs> I turned his head to laugh. Harold cried. Harold Cry Harold cry, of cry Like You Realtors. They bought this like 12 acre. I think it's 12 acre area. <laughs> we are literally five years home. old. It is a 12 acre property at 3070 Summer. And they're renovating it. Like they're they're redoing the sewer system. They're like redoing the whole thing. And making it really awesome, mm-hmm. and one of the things I really wanted to talk about for it was not so much I mean it's cool that it's happening. I yeah. work on Summer Avenue and it could use some love in the same way Broad Avenue has gotten love and all that good stuff, but it made me think like why don't you know millennials talk about how they'll never own a home and rent is awful why don't they get why don't we get mobile homes like I, I it,
1: think it's a lot of the stigma attached to it in well, my personal opinion,
0: and it's yeah, probably, yeah. but it's also one of those things where you know, people, oh, mobile homes get ripped up by tornadoes. We don't have tornadoes here. Yeah, that's true. So as far as, like, weather-related stuff, yeah. like, I don't know what the if, rest th- is on a mobile could home. market it
1: so that, I mean, it's comparable to an, to an apartment, I think, and you own it. You own yeah. the, build, you know, the building. But yeah. I, think, I think if they could re-market it so that they don't look like trailers, they don't look like a typical mobile home, yeah. I think that would be a great thing to do if they this can... says
0: it sells for twenty five thousand to thirty thousand. yeah and that's... that's nothing right like as far as you know not that millennials have jobs to pay for stuff anyway <laughs> but it's one of those things you know i would i could do a mobile home just imagine like you and a bunch of your friends get mobile homes together on the same spot and then you just trick them the fuck out because of all the money you're saving on about rent. that
1: called trailer park boys <laughs>
0: I think that's what it was called. <laughs> Are you serious? I think so. I know about the show. I've never watched it. It's a it. Canadian show. I've never watched it, so I have no idea what the premise is. But, <laughs> but like, I mean, that's utilities, pretty much utilities it's can't be, be that much. Sure. And, like, like it's your mobile home. You can do whatever you want to. You can put a jacuzzi in that bitch. <laughs> I assume. Waterbeds <laughs> everywhere. I would not do that. It's like a fancier RV. I assume. Sure. And it's mobile, yeah. so you can take it wherever the fuck well, you want. Well, not really. Well, I assume. No, and it's mobile. Really. Mine would be mobile. I'd put wheels on it. <laughs> Trick that bitch out. But, yeah, um, but they're adding like a bunch of like they're adding a security fence around the area so that people you know feel safer there, mm-hmm. and it's called um, Summer Manor, yeah, it's called Summer Manor now. it was known as uh Lee's mobile home park, mm-hmm. and and I,
1: I mean, I drive by it all the time and it looks just run down,
0: yeah, but they're I mean, they're doing a lot near there. and it's you know, they talk about how it's by the heart of it, it's close to the Memphis Zoo Overton Park and it's true I mean it's right near everything yeah and I mean Binghampton
1: and uh, if I remember correctly this is in the Binghampton area
0: yeah thereabouts
1: yeah <clears throat> and uh being hampton's been getting a lot of i mean that's where i live it's been getting a lot of love recently and it needs more it definitely needs more especially past broad avenue yeah being hampton needs more work into it so i'm glad to see oh, yeah. someone's at least given a shit and so. i'm
0: nice it's nice that it's like a real order that people know right you know like yeah. if, if i drove by a mobile home park and i saw a name i didn't recognize yeah i don't even think i would think twice about it but if it's cry like or cry like you're however the fuck you say it sure i'm more to be i'm more likely to be like oh this is reputable. This isn't mm-hmm. just bullshit. Yeah, absolutely. So, I thought that was cool.
1: Well, cool. And, and thank you so much for... Millennials yeah. should mobile homes.
0: <laughs> I want that one. Now, now that I've seen it, now that I know it exists, yeah, I want about,
1: one. You're talking about getting like a crash house or whatever. I mean, yeah. It's pretty much the same thing. A yuppie
0: hut Yeah, is what I'm going to call it. <laughs> um,
1: this next story is... Uh, by the way, I was going to say thank you for bringing that story to my attention because I didn't even hear about you're that. Welcome. And that's like right next to my neighborhood. So.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm here for, babe. Um Bye.
1: <clears throat> But uh, no, there, there was also um, a story that happened um, on August 31st. So technically a little bit before the week happened, but it was from Linda A. Moore, and it was a youth residential center asked for much, but has yet to deliver. And it's talking about this da- um, Damascus Road. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I want to call it a complex because it's it's a building that used to be a motel. Yes. And was turned into a nursing home and is now trying to be used as an alternative to juvenile detention. And it has, it has room for a hundred boys, uh, aged 12 to 17. And, um, I don't know exactly when the woman who's running it, um, Sharon Page, started to work on this. Um, I think, It's
0: been a while. So yeah. I was looking up stories from before and it was, mm-hmm. I mean, they, they go back a few,
1: at least a couple years. Yeah. It's, it's at least since 2012. Mm-hmm. They haven't been doing anything at all. There's nothing that has been done there. And they're asking for half a million dollars.
0: And they've gotten some of it. So like Walmart, I don't know, if like Walmart gave them like 15,000 mm-hmm. to yeah. do this
1: and she and uh, a grant yeah yeah the woman who's running it has not done a thing for Mm -hmm. um she like the juvenile court um officials uh they 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 say that damascus road has more beds than the county will ever need um that they only need eight beds which is crazy to me
0: yeah i don't i don't agree with that and one of the reasons they talk about was because like they they want kids to be at home sure and that makes sense yeah but i don't know if that's what about kids that
1: don't have a great home life right you know i mean what if they need to transfer into like the foster care system right you know i mean that just seems like something that would be viable but this lady hasn't been doing anything at all at all Yep. and um and so this was kind of an investigative piece by linda moore and um i
0: love love linda moore
1: and and i mean it's a great story um it's not very long so i mean so if you've got some time you should go read it for sure but uh commissioner reginald milton even visited the facility and commended her on her dedicated efforts to serve the county and she has not done a thing
0: literally nothing except take money yeah like they have so it talks about in the end commissioners now have a hundred thousand dollar fund for donations for this kind of enhancement project but it's yeah it's
1: not licensed by the Tennessee Department of Children's Services um it's not in compliance with any uh laws and and they're still saying it's too early to tell whether or not they'll be able to give donations from the county yeah um But yet this has been a project that's been working since
0: she has a website and the website has just a video that's like this kid being taken to the facility and showed around and there's nothing there. Mm. Like it's such a creepy video to watch when you like after I read this article, I went to watch the video and it was this weird like this looks fake. Yeah. This looks like a a kidney taking operation. Right. And I, you know. Yeah. That doesn't seem right.
1: I just I'm I'm personally really uncomfortable with the idea of something taking money from the city and the county and somebody even said that um, that it seems like the issue is that she got the building first from mm-hmm. a donor and then tried to turn it into something rather than having an established program and then putting right. that in the building so th- this thing is just shady. It'll be interesting to watch. Yeah it's shady as fuck. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna be honest
0: That's the shady as fuck stamp right That's
1: That's our shady as fuck news of the day.
0: Yep um, and so but well, this is shady, too. So I don't I don't love talking about Germantown. Sure. Um, Nothing against you guys. But, you know, it's not really Memphis to me. However, um, the CFO, the chief financial officer for the Germantown Municipal District, Autumn Enoch, just got let go. Mm. And, you know, it, she's the first um, chief financial officer for the district for the municipal school district. So, you know, you would think, oh, she wouldn't get let go this fast. Autumn Enochs was the first chief financial officer for the Germantown Municipal School District. And she got let go, well, fired on July 31st. And she's kind of retaliating and, and saying, like, that wasn't okay. And she's fighting against that. Um, and she's claiming that she was terminated for failing to keep quiet about a series of illegal practices she alleges were directed by Superintendent Jason Manuel. And, you know, when somebody gets fired, they... Who knows why they
1: might be a a little butthurt.
0: But some of these are a little like it sounds a little suspicious. So it talks about um, among the allegations outlined in her lawyer's letter are that Manuel inflated the cost of keeping certain services in house by approximately three hundred thousand dollars to encourage the board to share those services with other municipal school districts. And that he like was making purchases in violation of state law and board policy. There's just some really shady stuff happening with this. Um, while she was on vacation, uh, Enoch says that um, he mispre- misrepresented the facts regarding $70,000 to the state authorities. I mm. mean, just random shady stuff. So, so
1: to me, it sounds like that what he's trying to do is to make it seem like we... It's like, it's like the old, like on The Office, like when he's talking about running a lemonade stand, right? Yes. And you want them to think that it costs $10 to run a lemonade stand. Right. So at the last minute, you might buy something that's, you know, $3 to make it $10. You yes. Know? So that's, I mean, that's what it sounds like they're doing.
0: Right. And then there's another article. So the the first article about it was August 31st. The next one was a few days later, September, a few days later on September 2nd. And there's some other random details like the, so the article is about how she was doing fine until about April. Um, autumn enox was and she she was pretty well equipped to do the job yeah um, she was praised for her admirable
1: work ethic job knowledge and for exploring creative ways to design policy
0: but then in the article it talks about how she received uh like all these like she was great and fantastic mm-hmm. there were signs a year into the job that enox was perceived as overstepping her authority and that her quote soft skills end quote including her ability to listen and not interrupt needed improvement and this is you know Feminist propaganda, war on women, whatever. But it really bothers me when a a female who is in an office, like chief financial officer, gets told that her soft skills like listening and not interrupting are a problem. Because I've had that issue before. You know me, Alexandra. I have a problem with being quiet. If someone's saying something stupid or something that they don't know about, I'm going to step in and be like... Yo, trick. Like, that's great and all. I'm going to let you finish. But that's fucking stupid.
1: Well, and and to me, it's it's that whole bossy mentality. Yes. Where a woman is being bossy.
0: Where a guy would be considered, Mm -hmm. you know, he's just taking charge of the situation. Right. And she's not, I don't think she's asking for money, like, for being fired incorrectly. She wants her job reinstated and wants to stay through the fiscal year's audit. So it's not like she's like, oh, you fired me? Fuck it. I'm just going to take you for all your worth. She Mm -hmm. wants to go back.
1: She wants to finish.
0: Right. And and part of in the second article, it talks about um, how in a, a letter, Manuel, this this letter says that Manuel, the superintendent, told her she was being terminated for continuing to communicate with school principals after he told her to stop. If she's a chief financial officer, like, I don't see why she wouldn't be able to talk to principals. Right. Um, And she was asking, she emailed the principal at Houston High whether the district could legally write a check for some gravel vendor. Mm-hmm that's you know that's inappropriate she you know and i understand maybe she maybe they're like oh well that's a principal like they have other shit to do than answer your stupid questions or, yeah but i mean but the principals are are supposed to be in charge
1: of the school and they're supposed to know where budgets are going right you know i mean being,
0: and it, it seems weird to not involve them in that conversation right
1: yeah especially in order to this just seems like really um uh bureaucratic really like
0: you know what I mean? Yeah, Where, we don't like what you're doing. You don't fit in with this, so you need to yeah. get gone.
1: Yeah, or like having to go through eight different people to get one answer. Oh my gosh! And, yeah. and it's one of the reasons why why government has a stigma of being um, inefficient. And it's like, and then you're talking about a, a school district that's having this issue. It
0: doesn't help that it's Germantown. It really doesn't. Yeah. I mean, they they just there was an article this week too. I didn't print it off about. How they had the highest ACT scores for the area. It was like a 24 average. No shit. Mm -hmm. Like, you, I bet, like, if you pulled the amount of sunscreen sales per, like, municipal school district, Germantown and Collierville would probably be neck and neck. Like, let's be real. They need more sunscreen than anybody else in this fucking city. But (laughs) that means they're really white, (laughs) y'all. But, you know, that's just one of those things where, congrats, you got one of the highest averages ACT score. You're also Germantown. Yeah. You know? Right. So,
1: uh, whatever. Yeah. I mean, and and you're talking about a recently annexed town. Yes. That's already going through issues. That's already trying to deal with its own school district. And it's not going off to a grave foot. You know what I mean? Whatever. And and you, and, and supposedly these schools are supposed to have more money because it's town, it's, you know, Germantown is a new... I guess yes. we'll
0: just have to see if it pays off for them, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. My goodness,
0: <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. Well, the next bit is still talking about schools. Um, this was an editorial, not really a news story, but an editorial from Peter Letzow, uh, the dean of the law school at the University of Memphis, the Cecil C. Humphrey School of Law. And the the headline for this editorial, or I shouldn't say editorial, it's an opinion piece. Mm-hmm. Editorials when the it's newspaper does it. Yeah. Guest column. Thank mm-hmm. you. Sure. The headline is too many law students, too few legal jobs. And he talks about how they have less students. There's a, a 22% decline from 2008 for this class. So the, their class this year is 116 students um, and there was 148 in 2008. So they're dropping enrollment. And they, he talks about how, yes, law schools are losing um, students, but the Memphis Law School has checked their affordability and they're one of the most affordable programs in the city um and their their tuition increase this year was only two percent, which whatever that's fine. Um and he he says quote we now offer the least expensive law school option for Tennessee residents and the tenth lowest tuition nationally for non residents and they're still one of the best in the nation. That's all well and good. I don't disagree with that. That's fine. But he talks about how while we would like our recent grads to find employment more quickly, our ten month employment rate, the standard measure for law schools, is comparable to our peers. And I know somebody who just dropped out of the law school because it, it wasn't for her and that's fine. But it makes me wonder, you know, I, I grew up with a lot of people and went to high school with a lot of people who wanted to be lawyers. And I know a lot of people that sort of their backup, you know, they're mm-hmm. trying to go to law school now. Mm-hmm. And it makes me, you know, there's just not that many jobs. It sounds like in a 10 month employment rate. Yeah that's kind con- I don't know. That yeah. seems terrifying to me. If I went to school for law, especially mm-hmm. where you're promised the sort of, you know, yeah. you're going to get the high paying lawyer job and be a fancy lawyer.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I- even like public defender jobs are getting really competitive. Like yeah. in, in Memphis, um, the Shelby County, um,
0: <coughs> the
1: Shelby County uh, public defender's office uh, just recently had a hire. Um, and she's, she just took the, uh, uh, the uh, Tennessee bar. And mm-hmm. so she's not technically a lawyer yet, but so she's still soon. paralegal soon. But, um, so she, um, worked on this really high profile case. And, um, when she was still a law student, like in, like did in all the Baltimore. good shit you're supposed to do. Yeah. Like, and, but really high profile stuff. And they sought her, you know, like, she wanted to go to Memphis because of the public defense um, stuff here
0: there's shit to do (laughs) right
1: and i mean and i think i think what we have is a generation of law students who are seeing a lot of economic and um criminal injustice Mm -hmm. and uh and so so they're working towards fixing that so there's a lot of jobs in public defense that are now becoming super competitive and this i don't have a law background or anything like that but
0: Um, But I've been to jail a few times. Sorry. That's why I thought I don't have a law background (laughs) except I've gone to court. Yeah. Shit. (laughs) Yeah, that's
1: true. But, uh, no, it's not.
0: (laughs) It's not. But um, I had a hit and and run once. Yeah, you did. I did have a hit and run. Not on a person, on a parked car. Yeah. It was bullshit. Anyway, Mm -hmm. Sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt your
1: tail. No, no, no. Just no, no tail. Just, um, you know, just that it, it is getting more competitive. And, and I think that even public defense, which we're supposed to be safe yeah. jobs.
0: That's what I was going to say. Like literally the only job that I can think of that you could go to school for and for sure get a job is like engineering now like that's it and
1: it's so hard and
0: nobody's gonna fucking do that like nobody wants nobody i don't except I, except your boyfriend except my boyfriend and the people he works with i guess <laughs> i just you know I, that's the thing i was you know when you grow up you know your parents want you to be a doctor they want you to be a lawyer they want you to be an engineer because those mm-hmm. make money i think really now it's just like engineers yeah like doctors do too but nobody wants to be a fucking Doctor, doctor, a doctor these days doctor's super is a bugs whole and different thing a doctor, <laughs> yeah <laughs> they probably make good money like dock like a tugboat docker Oh see we're thinking of two different things What is your docker <laughs> what's your docker don't look at that have you not heard of docking what is that tell me <laughs> no I don't know
1: that's that's for another podcast no about. no no
0: that's for right now what <laughs> look, is this
1: just look it up on urban dictionary I docking. can't tell yeah me. I think
0: it's for <laughs> for a <for> later time <laughs> god damn it well yeah. now I'm gonna be confused for the rest of the podcast I'm gonna yeah. bring it up I'm just gonna use it in, yeah, in use random it, use sentences it in sentence. until you stop yep. me and
1: then listeners if you know what docking means then you can laugh right along with me is it butt
0: sex no alright okay. we'll figure We're it out moving on moving on.org um <laughs> but uh so that that's really all i wanted i just wanted to bring it up because i thought it was interesting yeah
1: well i mean well, even with doctors with all the new changes with obamacare and everything oh that's true doctors are having a, a tough time nurses
0: nurses, nurses, make nurses
1: money yeah nurses nurses are making a lot of money but there's so many people going into nursing because it's safe there's yeah. no real safe jobs anymore you know, everybody's having <laughs> everybody is driving the struggle bus. They should just there legalize are prostitution. A steering wheels.
0: If they legalize <laughs> prostitution, I bet that'd be safe for a couple of years until everybody's like, "This is stupid. Why am I paying for sex?" <laughs> we'll figure it out. You say
1: that, but people go to Las Vegas, man.
0: Yeah, but that's because it's special. But like, if everybody can make money from sex, do you think mm. it would still be like, "Ooh"? I bet the new hotspot would be somewhere weird, like yeah, out of like, the way, like the,
1: like they'd have to like. Really work to make it different, like
0: make it super weird. Yeah,
1: like I'll dress up as a horse.
0: Yeah, like yeah. kind of then specialized it's like, oh, shit. Okay,
1: that's different. Ooh. Yeah.
0: Although I guess if you're like m- dating someone long term and they pay your mortgage, that's basically prostitution, right? <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i telling a nothing. No No
1: story. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, <laughs> so so we just got a couple of quick stories. Um. After this, from the Business Journal um and uh, this first one didn't have a byline unfortunately yeah Yeah. boo boo to the business journal for that yeah um but uh but it's that graceland so graceland is getting that expansion right so it's getting that hotel (laughs) and um the hotel is called the guest house at graceland right so they're not stopping there apparently they're not just going to do the 450 room guest house it's also going to have a car museum uh, retail space another new mu- museum and two restaurants
0: oh that's gonna be so good
1: yeah so they haven't they haven't been approved yet but um but it'll be across Elvis Presley boulevard um from the guest house so it'll be across the street from the guest house but it's going to be intense, man. I
0: think of how many jobs it's going to bring. Yeah. Like, that's I mean, so exciting. And
1: and one thing that's really exciting is that they're really focusing on hiring people from Whitehaven.
0: Oh, thank goodness. Which is great.
1: Because I mean, because I went to that um, um, town hall meeting mm-hmm. where um, where they were proposing to the community, like, this is what we want to do. Are you guys cool with it? Like, we want to hear your feedback. Yeah. And that was one of the things was like, are you guys going to hire from Whitehaven? Right. And they are putting a priority or so they say.
0: So they say, knock on wood, yeah. whatever we need to do for good you for that yeah
1: but um but they say that they're gonna hire from within Whitehaven which is great
0: that'll be awesome yeah
1: but I mean but their prices are you know my friend from out of town went to um uh went to Graceland and it was like I've never been yeah it's it's ridiculous it's crazy expensive now
0: yeah it's always uh, since I moved here because I moved so fun fact I'm not a Memphis native (laughs) I moved here I moved to the area in 2006 2007 Mm -hmm. from Virginia from Norfolk Norfolk it's how you're supposed to say it. Norfolk, because <laughs> um, my dad was in the Navy, and that my parents wanted to go, but it's like six, yeah, sixty bucks for tickets. Fuck that, yeah, it's insane. I and I've never been. I, I mean, I'm sure it's cool to go just mm. to say you've done it, because sure. I feel really weird when people from out of town come in and they're like, "So how's Graceland?" And I'm like, "You do a- need to go at least
1: once," but I feel like once you've seen it
0: it's like oh it's, you're done that's you know Grace what Lund. i mean like
1: you don't have to go back every couple of years or whatever
0: i hope one of the restaurants only serves peanut butter and banana sandwiches you know they, they have
1: a cafe where it's uh, where they serve that
0: right no but i need them to have a restaurant <laughs> that exclusively <laughs> wheels and deals and peanut butter and banana sandwiches Yeah.
1: well you know and what's funny too is that they is that they mention um two two restaurants or whatever i wonder if that's going to be because also at that town hall meeting that um some s- something somebody mentioned was that they were sick of just having fast food places in Whitehaven. Oh. oh one of the residents was just like I we have a, think about that yeah yeah it was like they have a they were like we have a wendy's right here and a mcdonald's over here and a and a you know popeye's over here can we get some other restaurants please like Wouldn't
0: it be cool if they like went to the community and said hey we'll help somebody who wants to have a restaurant have a restaurant that would be great that would be so cool yeah let's get a campaign going i'm just, seriously that'd in. be super cool like, that just, would be cool hey person who really wants to have a restaurant mm-hmm. and doesn't have the money to back it up come on down yeah
1: well i mean well white haven needs to cater to tourists
0: Yes, you know what i mean
1: because you have graceland right there and um and, and actually that zip code is is one of the safest zip codes oh
0: yeah and you city. know tourists are going to come in and be like i want authentic memphis mm-hmm. barbecue sure and, yeah you know we can't all go to central we can't all right, all right hold on which is your favorite alexandra what central For barbecue or, just just what's your favorite barbecue? so if?
1: i i actually i was able to um this week um i was able to take um your buddy. Uh, my, my guest um, to a bunch of different barbecue places just to revisit because I also haven't been to quite a few in some yeah. time. So we went to Central to start. Duh. And that's my all-time favorite for pulled pork. Pulled pork. And yeah. Their ribs are pretty good. I love But we ribs. went to Germantown Commissary ah. for ribs, which are fucking delicious. They're ah, really good. I
0: figured you'd say
1: that. Yeah. They're really good.
0: Well, you know, I'm Alexander it was great knowing you, but... Um, <laughs> <laughs> I've never been. I don't know. Yeah. I'm just But gonna barbecue shop also
1: diet. has an incredible pulled pork sandwich, and their sauce is my favorite.
0: Mm. So I've I buy their been. sauce like go. at Kroger. See, Zach
1: is—he's agreeing with
0: me. Barbecue shop is my favorite and yeah. So no. Zach and Alexander can go fuck themselves. Why? Who's you Until favorite? not those because I haven't been. I really like Central for mac and cheese, man. Yeah, they got the mac and cheese exclusive. See, I thought you were gonna say some shit like Pains or something, which
1: I could understand. No. Or like Cozy is really
0: good. Um, mm. over where that. CKS used to be mm-hmm. off Poplar. One, one and only barbecue. That's what it's called. Ew. It's really good. No, it's actually really good. You'd be surprised. <laughs> I'm saying ew. <laughs> that's fine, but it's really good. No, I just I I
1: disagree with anything mm. but my own choices. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, so Ali yeah, a bitch. <laughs> I'm kidding. I just, I just wanted your opinion. A barbecue restaurant would be really good right there mm-hmm. by Elvis. I agree. So, we'll so one and only
1: barbecue is your favorite for barbecue? No,
0: not my favorite. Central's oh, my favorite. Central's I'm your favorite. I'm just saying one and only is good.
1: Okay, I'll have to check them out. I really haven't been there. It's but really you good. you should also check.
0: <sighs> I guess. Barbecue I guess show. I should expand my barbecue horizons. <laughs> if
1: anything, get the sauce from Kroger. Just drink the sauce. Listen, just just drink fucking it. chug it. Yeah, just shots, diabetes shots, all shots, day. chat, chat. Um okay, this next story also a quick story um and this one i kind- of, I kind of got a bone to pick, and thank you to Michelle Corbett for writing the story, also a friend from school
0: she was my editor, she's my first editor, yeah, so I'm pretty, in love with Michelle,
1: yeah, pretty cool, pretty cool lady um so the chiskas first tenants moved in downtown, yeah, and this is on September third and um so uh the the the, the residents um <coughs> uh tenants that were moving into the the units are starting to file in, and um, it's really starting to take shape as an as an apartment building. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, one thing that I kind of have a bone to pick about this is because it's nine hundred dollars starting for a studio apartment there. Yes,
0: and it goes up higher. The ones I saw online were like a thousand or something ridiculous. And I know it's off South Main, mm-hmm. like in South Main doesn't happen in the spot. Sure, but yeah, I don't I don't know who's living there besides med students.
1: Yeah, I'm just I'm an advocate for more affordable downtown housing. That's yeah. just what I... Because, I mean, just people our age aren't really buying condos. Condos, you can't resell them very easily. Um, there's a yeah. lot of condos that are going dormant downtown. Well, and even,
0: like, you know, I know I've dreamed of the... When I was in school, I dreamed of the studio apartment downtown where I would mm-hmm. live and find work. Who knows doing what? But sure. But that's... Yeah, it's sort of not affordable. Yeah. The people that are living on Mud Island can do this. The people that are living, you know, in Harbortown can do this. but. Mm-hmm. Uh, not, you know, I mean, you need
1: mixed incomes in order to have a thriving downtown core. That's just, you know, I mean, you don't have a downtown core full of just people who can afford $900 a month. Right. In a city where $36,000 a year is the median salary. Yeah.
0: You know what I mean? That's very true. Why? Well,
1: Tinder just launched on my phone. Okay. <laughs> we need to stop.
0: Stop Well, it, fam. here's what you need to know, Alexandra, is you need to get on <laughs> Tinder, find you a sugar daddy, and right. you can get you a Chiska apartment. Yeah, that's true. I is need there to do a that. dating service in the base of that? You know, like, that's what we'll do. We'll just start hanging out around the Chiska, mm-hmm. and we will find us a man. <laughs> a man. <laughs> we'll find, I guess I can't, I'm tied ma- up, but yeah. we'll find you a man, mm-hmm. and I'll just be the friend that hangs out on the couch all the time. All the time. Like, you guys can live in your, and then... You marry him and get divorced, and then you take, take the apartment, money. tell him you don't want anything else but the apartment. Yeah. And Paid then, for until, like, ever. Yeah. Like, that's where your alimony goes. Right. And I just live there. Okay. So so, sounds good. Sounds like a plane. So. Are we pinky promising? Yeah. Hold on. Let me get that. Yep. There okay. we go. Okay. Pew. Pinky promise. You got <laughs> pinky promise.
1: <laughs> Is that the sound effect yeah. for a pinky promise? pew Pew. Okay. Yeah. But, uh, but the Chiska also has an outdoor grilling area, uh, fire pits, a water feature, whatever that means, and lush landscaping.
0: It'll be no. It looks beautiful. The Cheska is a beautiful building. It's so
1: weird how far it's come already, right? It's really weird. Like I was driving downtown and it was.
0: But bless Memphis for saying, "Oh yeah, historic stuff. We should keep that." Yeah. And then knock on wood, the earthquake doesn't take it all. So. Yeah, the earthquake, which the will happen, one. which will happen, the
1: big one. Yeah. Um. So speaking of speaking additions of cool to downtown, shit. yeah, I have a show Corbett. Yeah. Um. <laughs> the Tennessee Brewery, also on September third, when the story was published. So, it's going to be called the Wash House, is what the building is going to be called for, that has officially. all the apartments and everything. Yeah, mm-hmm. officially it's going to be called the Wash House, the Tennessee Brewery. And, um, wash like wash your butt. Yeah, like not wash. Yeah, wash as in wash. I don't know.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's what people in Texas say wash.
1: Yeah. Wash. I'm going to um, wash some clothes. Right. Uh, but it's going to have 88 apartments. And um, it's gonna be—it's gonna have red brick and metallic panels, um, concrete compatible with the existing brewery building.
0: So it'll look like a Chili's. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> kidding! It won't look like I'll, a Chili's. Oh, baby, big
1: baby, big baby, big
0: Chili's baby back ribs.
1: We are sponsored by Chili's baby back ribs, Q's <laughs> house. Um but yeah but the goal is to have the project in full swing by 2016. Everyone's
0: so. just going to call it the brewery though. Like yeah, it really won't not, matter. Yeah, nobody's going to call it the <laughs> wash-, wash house. Why would you? I don't know what that name came from. Like wash house like is it where they wash the bottles? I wish I knew. Well, we're going to have to hit them up and be All right, I get yeah, some questions. be
1: like, "Hey, hey yo. Hey yo dogs. I
0: bet the apartments will cost just about as much as the Chiska, if not more." Yeah,
1: that will probably be 1200 dollars $1,
0: $1, Commander $1, command price. Yeah. So, we'll just see how that goes. Mhm. This story from the Memphis Flyer, um, speaking, so we went from talking about apartments and expensive apartments to homelessness in Memphis, because we're great at segways. <laughs> so the city council, or not city council, rewind, the Emergency Housing Partnership Homeless Hotline, mm-hmm. which would help homeless people or people who don't have money to, to pay for rent or whatever, It'll help. it would help them with emergency shelter, food, clothing, all that other stuff. That phone line has been cut since August 1st. This story is from September 3rd, which I thought, you know, this probably could have come out a little bit sooner. I don't know if people just didn't know about it or what. Um, but the there's no plans to relaunch the hotline until September, mid-September. Um, before So supposedly relaunching September 15th with a new number. And it's going to be run by MIFA, which um, is the, if I'm going to remember correctly, which I'm not going to remember MIFA correctly. Mm -hmm. So I'm not even going to try to remember what MIFA is standing for. But they generally help the community, as Mm -hmm. far as I know. Good on you, (laughs) MIFA. But there will be a new number, which will be 24 hours. um, Before the the number, the hotline before was, I think it was during the day, it was staffed by, um, you know, I should have probably read this more thoroughly, which I didn't. (laughs) It was staffed by people who were paid to man Mm -hmm. the phones. And then at night it was... By, yep staffed by staff mm-hmm. there you go and then at night it was run by volunteers um so i you know who knows where this is gonna go hopefully it gets up and going soon yeah they were they were supposed
1: to have um uh they, they negotiated a new contract that there would be staff to be there 24 hours a day yeah and the problem is that they um suddenly had their contract pulled and they were just like, yeah, so mm-hmm. this isn't happening. And I think the reason why it came out so late and I can't speak for Bianca Phillips who wrote this story, but, um, but I saw the statuses from Bradley Watkins on, gotcha on Facebook. And, um, it was it because it was supposed to be without incident coming back mid September. Mm. And, um, the problem now is that, uh, the, th- this organization was mm-hmm. just blindsided and uh, gotcha. suddenly told yeah we're not dealing with you anymore and we're dealing huh. with only with MIFA so th- I mean that's a little shady yeah you know
0: that's yeah I don't I didn't read enough about this it's just unfortunate that it had to be that's cut just, before they had something in place
1: yeah and that's just periphery information that I knew
0: so. well that's cool that so, social media social media awesome working you stalking people on Facebook yeah man I usually only use it to find out, you know, what my dad's been doing lately. So <laughs> you're using it for real shit. Yeah, man. Good on you. You go, girl.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. But, so, but yeah, but uh, but the number is um, 901-260-H-O-M-E.
0: But that's not. Oh, so that's this. That's the hotline number. I think so. The city's hotline number. Mm-hmm. But it's not the one. Uh, who knows if that's the real one now.
1: Yeah. But I mean, but if you want to look more into it, they can Google that.
0: Gotcha. Yeah, that yeah. works. You know, Alexandra, there you go. Providing the important information <laughs> while Taylor forgets no, half that was a story. A good, no, that was just a
1: good save. That's no. all that
0: was. Yeah, sure it was. <laughs> You're just trying to make me look shitty.
1: That's <laughs> no, fine. You no, know what? It's fine. know, yeah, it's fine. Never. You go, um, girl.
0: <clears throat>
1: so, uh, so the other story from... I say the other. Um, Another story from the flyer. (laughs) Just the one other story that the flyer ever did. (laughs) Written by Toby Sells. um, Talks about the Southern Poverty Law Center uh, is going to be creating a map of Confederate symbols, and they're asking people to write in locations of Confederate symbols, like statues, monuments, all that stuff. And they're going to have a huge map of all these different monuments and everything to Confederate heroes, quote unquote, heroes. Why? what they're saying.
0: Okay, wait, wait, wait. so because g-
1: they are launching an, an an official movement. This is a formal movement to remove all references to things Confederate from oh. public places around the country.
0: Oh. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah. I'm going to say I don't like it initially. Yeah. I not um, this is hard. They're
1: calling it erasing hate, which aims
0: <sighs> to identify
1: and eliminate government sanctioned symbols honoring the confederacy
0: that's fair yeah so
1: so so they're they're aiming they're only gearing towards things that are sanctioned by the by governments like city governments and stuff like that i think that they will be okay with stuff Mm. that's like if like the sons of confederate veterans or whatever whatever that organization is if they come up with like a monument or they have like a the thing that's dedicated. I was going to say,
0: because I know so, fun fact, when I was had some friends, we went down to Gulf Shores for a trip and one of the places we drove by, we drove by sign in Mississippi for Okalona. And we had just decided like that was the coolest name we'd ever heard. So we're like, Okalona Island, yeah! Party <laughs> rocking in Okalona! And it was dope. Um, but we drove back, we were driving back up and we're like, let's take a pit stop in Okalona and see what this is all about. We had airbrush t-shirts from Okalona. And it's like, they had a confederate cemetery and a confederate statue that said like you know a sign or it was like an angel sort of thing and it was like to commemorate our fallen brothers in the you know n- northern war of aggression or whatever it said I Jesus. mean it was yeah so that's why I was you know yeah. that's in Mississippi I don't know if it applies for this but I, so I feel a little you know, yeah I, I get the government sanctioned I think that the US government probably should consider not sponsoring things that promote you know the confederacy was like fuck
1: usa right so yeah you know i think because i think there's a big difference between commemorating something Mm -hmm. and saying like we're celebrating these heroes and saying like this is the site of
0: yeah like you're not gonna take down the sign for the gettysburg right the battle of gettysburg like that's not gonna happen right and like i think i think
1: there's a big difference between those things and i think and i'm just speculating that the southern poverty law center is pretty much just trying to be like the the government should not be idolizing yes. these generals and stuff of the Confederacy.
0: Uh, yeah, I don't know yeah. if in Germany they're like they have statues of Nazi generals who yeah. may have been brave men who may sure. have done what they were supposed. Like they were great. Not saying Nazis are good. Let me just (laughs) clarify. But I could see, you know, where that wouldn't be kosher, I guess. Oh, kosher. Why did I have to use kosher? Of all (laughs) the words I can
1: use. Um, But yeah, but the the Sons of Confederate Veterans, which are actually um, (laughs) based in Columbia, Tennessee, is shaking his head, they called the movement a crisis for Southern heritage and that uh, the Mm. radical leftists who are driving this crisis are committed to the complete eradication of all things Confederate.
0: So they're basically like fuck the Dems. Yeah, like and they, <laughs> they said that
1: this this is the greatest threat to our heritage in modern times, and that we are in a war to save American culture. I think and we it's need like, to just decide
0: what Southern heritage is. If it's the Confederacy, I don't agree with that. Like my yeah. Southern heritage is my family's from Texas. You yeah. know, like
1: so they Texas is
0: the Six Flags of you know we have yeah. had everything. Sure, Southern heritage is making sure we put butter in everything. Yeah,
1: and Southern heritage is sweet tea
0: and being down with family and yeah. football and, and being
1: nice to people on the street
0: like super nice to the point where northerners come down and they're like what the fuck yeah, like this what is, is fucking weird why are you so nice to me would you why are you saying hello to me you don't even know me yeah people That's smile at heritage. The street. Yeah. i feel like it's it's that culture of being southern and passing that down mm-hmm. not you know
1: yeah i think yeah i think i think being southern is a lot about Making traditions and sticking to traditions,
0: and not supporting fucking assholes yeah, like oh that. were gosh. like, hey, can I own somebody? Yeah. Which is totally simplifying <laughs> right. it. But yeah, can I own someone? <laughs> and the and southern they states are like, yeah, totally. I mean, Like so, like court, like the the Court Avenue or in downtown court, court Square, Court Square. Yeah, they used to sell slaves there. Yeah, that was we the don't auction have a, block. We don't. Yeah, the auction block. We don't. We're not like, yeah. Let's, you know what? Every year we're gonna celebrate that. We're yeah. gonna pretend this is the auction off. Yeah, people. like we're not
1: celebrating that, but we at least know that that's where that was. Like, there's, yeah.
0: I think, I think that
1: they're overstating it and that it's not eradicating. No. That was a weird way to put emphasis on Eradic- the syllables. <laughs> on eradicating. that. Yeah, eradicating, but, um but we're not
0: eradicating the
1: history we're not Texas we're not trying to (laughs)
0: get rid of it in the
1: textbooks and stuff
0: like that Actually, you know what's funny about Texas fun fact I went to school in Texas for like three years I didn't learn about the Civil War till I moved to Virginia really because in Texas all it is is Texas history that's literally it I learned a fuck ton about the Alamo Mm -hmm. and like the battle of San Jacinto and all that shit not a whole lot about anything else. Yeah,
1: Texas. Texas they glossed really over
0: the American Revolution because they're like Texas wasn't there, so fuck it. Yeah, That's not important. <laughs> yeah. So, fun yeah. fact. And I just, see,
1: I'm originally from Dallas, the Dallas area.
0: Oh yeah, that's right.
1: Yeah. So we we've, we've got we got a little Texan. Yeah. A little,
0: little Texan in us. Yeah. <laughs> not nah, yes. I'm half but Texan. That's what she said. That is what she said. Um. So this when next
1: cowboy. <laughs> this next story. She uh,
0: <laughs> Okay. Anyway, sorry. it's
1: <laughs> yeah, like I got it.
0: Yep. Yeah, he's like, I got right. it. Save a horse, gotcha. ride a cowboy. Yada right. yada yada. Uh, this next
1: story was the one that I wrote. Um, mm. about uh, raw girls being booted from Overton Square.
0: Oh yeah, I I never had it. Yes. Unfortunately, you never, I had, never had raw girls. Okay, I was so, like, what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> I've never experienced that
1: food truck. I saw so, them out there, but yeah, so they have like cold pressed juices, and um, Zach's giving his seal of approval, they're really good. Um, and it, it's a married team, Hannah and Amy Pickle, um, Pickle. that are behind it. Yeah, I love their last name, that's adorable. Yeah, they're the pickles. Um,
0: <gasps> like in Rugrats, sorry, uh, anyway. Um,
1: and uh, So, so pretty much they had this back and forth between, um, properties who own Overton Square and were like, um, that they, they were telling them that, uh, that they need to move and they were like, okay, well, where, where do you want us to move? We can move anywhere. They're like, oh no, you just need to get out.
0: Cause they were posted up by Hadaloo right? Yes. On the corner there. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So
1: pretty much on the corner of that alley.
0: That goes to the parking garage. It goes to the yep. parking garage, yeah. Okay.
1: So um so yeah, so so they were parked there and they had been there for I wanna say a couple of months.
0: Oh yeah, no, they had been there a hot minute.
1: Yeah, and um but Loeb didn't tell them that they were doing a trial oh. of testing to see how a food truck would do there. They
0: installed
1: so, improvements on that corner, like they had a power
0: so they were source docking. for them no they were (laughs) talking (laughs) they were were talking (laughs) the raw girls (laughs) talking they were definitely not i'm trying so hard to read faces to know what talking is
1: no damn
0: it lord (laughs) jesus um but they
1: serve raw and and vegan meals and cold pressed juices um and uh they were so nice that like because i was super sick when i interviewed them and and they were like they were like yeah just come by we'll give you some juice because
0: it sounds like you really need some juice and i was like that's really like, nice
1: of them. Yeah, they were so sweet. Did you take
0: them up on their juice offer?
1: I didn't because I forgot because I was laid up You should have gone
0: docking instead of docking. No. I'm trying so hard. It's not working. This is going to be miserable. Oh, Listening to later when I've learned what docking is. Yeah, this is going to
1: be pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, <laughs> awkward. Thank you, Zach, for supporting me in this. <laughs> You're so
1: sweet, um, but uh, but Mary it. Kaywood, who's the vice president of marketing um, for Loeb, said that um, said that they realized that the farmers market idea that they had, um, which would have food trucks and stuff like that, wouldn't be a good fit. And um, what? yeah, and she said we couldn't include somebody and exclude another as far as food trucks were concerned. We just figured it was not a good venture for us. Period. And the problem was, is that they were, um, they tried to cite them for, um, cite their moving for a competition that they mm-hmm. were competing with the other restaurants oh, in that area. No,
0: yeah. I don't, there's nothing else like them out there. Yeah. Like it'd be one thing if like a Me- like a Mexican food truck posted up there cause you've sure. got not Chihuahua anymore, mm-hmm. but you've got, uh, what's it called? Babaloo, you've got Molly's, you've the got restaurant.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: I could see that, but mm-hmm. uh, but raw girls, there's nothing else. Yeah,
1: she said um we don't want to have a food truck compete with tenants and vice versa. And she said it's nothing personal, they have a great product and um, sure. Like,
0: I'm sure yeah. I I don't think it's at all personal, but I think it's one of those things. It's Overton square. I was driving by the other day And I saw, like, a mommy group with strollers doing yoga outside of Mm Hadaloo. Like, I feel like Raw Girls plays right into that narrative of Overton Square is where you go to feel like you're not in Memphis, you know? (laughs) (laughs) I had somebody who hadn't been in town for a while, and I took her to, like, local for brunch and I took her to sweet noshings and the only thing she could say was this doesn't feel like Memphis at all and that was so exciting to her yeah which, Memphis
1: is in a renaissance and I think we've talked about that a little bit before on this show but yeah Memphis is in a renaissance right now and it's a great time oh, to it's be super here great yeah this is this I mean Memphis is gonna only get better from here
0: and I think it's weird like Overton Square is weird like it, it kind of bothers me when people say this doesn't feel like Memphis at all how great because it feels like Memphis to me I mean I've spent Memphis a f- is
1: just changing yes yeah
0: Cause I mean I've been down to Overton Square a few times and and turned up as yeah. they say, and I've got a lot of good memories down there. So it's Memphis to me. But I could see where if somebody came down and they walked around, they'd be mm. like, I have no fucking clue where I am. You know, it was just Nashville. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's clean. Why is it clean? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. That sort of thing. But yeah, but yeah, they're now at the um I I uh, or eclectic eye. Over by Slider oh. Inn. So that's where they're at now. That's oh, where that's that. where their new home like is like Cafe
0: nineteen twelve.
1: Yeah, that whole little section. Oh, so they're not far from Overton spot. Square. Yeah. yeah.
0: And there's like <laughs> if you go to Slider Inn, like mm-hmm. you're not you're gonna come out and eat some juice. Yeah. Yes, you so, are. Huh. Well,
1: especially for Sex Trivia.
0: Yeah, Sex Trivia. Yeah, which <gasps> you can
1: catch Taylor and I at.
0: Oh shit, is that It's back up. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Is docking gonna be involved? Probably. Docking, is docking a word docking that might be mentioned? be appropriate. Yes. Okay. Yeah, that so I know it's a sex thing. Yes. I didn't know that. I have no idea. Don't breathe at me like you're disappointed, <laughs> mom. Keep your breath to yourself. God damn it. If you get me sick, I swear to Jesus. <laughs> I, I will get you sick. Um,
1: so we should talk about the New Southern this week.
0: Yeah, the most important publication, uh, the side of the Mississippi. <laughs> oh, God. That's a really...
1: It's that's important, a tough Oh, sell. let me rephrase
0: it. The most important publication. Holy shit. The most important publication to me, <laughs> this side of the Mississippi. I was
1: going to say, man, that's like... Don't cry. The Washington Post. Yeah. Like...
0: Exactly. That's how great it is.
1: The Nashville scene. Ugh.
0: <laughs> but... <laughs> yeah, The Nashville. Boston Globe. Yes. The New York Times. Yeah, this side of the Mississippi. I'm not... I'm, to me, the Look, most important one to me.
1: I'm just saying, man, That's that's a that's a hard sell.
0: Well that thank you editor-in-chief you inspire confidence <laughs> in me <laughs> yeah i'm, As I'm inspired my is, in my own at least my self-esteem you know isn't hurt at all <laughs> i'm just saying <laughs> no so but I, I did a couple things this week i've been working on a couple stories one yeah. was an interview with kirsten cheers who's mm-hmm. running for i'm gonna fuck this up city district, council city council yeah mm-hmm. but i think it's district four which okay. is cooper young um orange mound area and, and that was great. She is so. We went to school with her, um, so it made it easier to get an interview. But she just, I, I I'm, I'm was really impressed. It's really nice to see uh, younger people run for city council. Yeah. Um, she's all right. She's like 23. I say our like age. 23. Well, my <laughs> 23, age. 23. Yeah. My age. She graduated with me. Yeah. Um, in 2014 mm-hmm. from the U of M journalism department. So it, it's just nice to see. I did an interview with Robin Spielberger. Same thing. She's a little bit older, but mm-hmm. she's, you know, she graduated from the U of M too. And yeah. that's nice to see
1: for yeah. me. I agree. Like I, like I interviewed John Merrick mm-hmm. for city council and, uh, and what we're talking about also is our get to know a candidate series. If you haven't seen that series already, it's very in depth, um, incredibly in depth. incredibly in depth, but pretty much what we do is we interview these candidates and we're like, you literally do not have a filter. Mm -hmm. We are not editing any part of it. You get to talk as much or as little as you want about anything.
0: And we ask um, for specific, you know, we ask about on crime, on homelessness, that sort of thing. We ask
1: about specific issues, but
0: but it's nice you know again I'm just really impressed to see younger people Mm -hmm. I think that's been the biggest thing for me
1: and I think to me I really like the series um, because it's nice to see where they stand and have that on the record on a variety of topics not just what they're trying to peddle that week you know
0: or what their bullet points are whatever it is yeah yeah
1: yeah. just getting an in-depth kind of and we have it broken down so it's not too much to read all at once no and
0: if it's too much to read uh, please like take a second out of your time if you're gonna be voting for somebody yeah I mean, voting,
1: like these, these city council elections are so important,
0: especially this time around. Oh, yeah. I mean, we didn't even I mean, the mayoral race, we didn't even talk about Lipscomb, which we should have. Holy shit.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. You want to talk about that closer? Just fuck? to
0: swerve it yeah. a little bit. Well, I
1: feel I feel like we, we might not need to go super in depth about it. But if you haven't heard already, Robert if Lipscomb. Um uh, who was head of housing
0: like he yeah, worked he with was, development and housing I don't right. know the exact the,
1: the community yeah housing and community development he was the go-to person in the city when it came to any type of project he had a lot of power the
0: pyramid right. all of these projects a that got lot of projects. that torn down or, mm-hmm. or that are being renovated the
1: fairgrounds all of that yeah he was the point of contact homes. yeah all these all these projects were super important and rested on his shoulders he was so hard to get a hold of as a journalist just because he would be running the mile a yeah. yeah,
0: He was chairman at LeMoyne Right. Le, wow. LeMoyne I can't Le, say it. LeMoyne Owen. LeMoyne Owen. Yes. 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 He was a chairman on the board there. Yeah. But he, so there was somebody
1: who has accused him of, um,
0: a, a sexual assault or yeah. sexual molestation.
1: I don't know what the official charge is. It, it was a sexual relationship right. that, um, that he claims, um, he was in blackmailed to, that
0: Lipscomb is claiming he was blackmailed no uh, so to keep it's, quiet so the the person of interest the per, the victim yes the victim uh, the alleged victim yes was 16 yes at the time this of this happened. when this happened when
1: the sexual relationship happened
0: and then he came forward and was talking and, and reported this and supposedly the victim reported this in 2010 and it didn't go anywhere right because they couldn't find him or something like yeah. Tony Armstrong the director of police is saying he couldn't find him or something right. yeah. to that effect which mm-hmm. who knows yeah who knows I'm not in the Memphis Police Department I yeah. don't know what the protocol is for that sure but I, you know, Mary C. warden has got very involved with this. Mm-hmm. Um, They've offered him
1: compensation. And Lipscomb for, was
0: let go. Yeah,
1: Lipscomb was let go. He resigned from um, from one of his posts, but he was uh, let go. Yes, uh, in the end. The so. only
0: thing I find really fishy about it is that you know it's election, obviously, and I think yeah. that's and everyone's the forefront of everyone's mind. I don't know. The, you know, the victim was quoted as saying, I, I think it was in a commercial appeal article about how he didn't even know it was election time, mm-hmm. which is possible. I don't he know. Li- he but lives out of state now. Yeah. yeah. And that's in Seattle. Right. Yeah, or something Seattle. like that. I just thought it was really interesting because, I mean, that that's this is such a perfect time for that to happen. But yeah. I don't know. I don't think it'll do anything for Mary C. Wharton, honestly.
1: But I mean, it was huge. Like it like I texted Taylor Sunday night um when it happened. Me, Taylor? Yeah, you.
0: Yay. Yeah. um. I like that you texted me. That's good to know. I did.
1: Um, I'm going to pull up our text conversation.
0: Oh, it's pretty, probably really ridiculous. Just scroll past all of me all caps saying, where are you? Are you dead? Because you wouldn't answer your fucking phone. Um, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed, Alexandra. I just, I, I think for me, it's just a really interesting story because it's so close to election time. And AC Wharton, I don't think he's going to be affected by this at all. I don't think it's going to be, he's handling it pretty well. I, I think I think he's handling it pretty well. He's not like, oh, this is totally. He's fine, right? Like, he's good. I yeah. mean, Lipscomb's been in office since I was born like in 92 a long time, that's 23 yeah. years he's been in office mm-hmm. doing the same thing well and
1: now other victims are coming forward and saying yeah. that they were either sexually harassed by him or that um that they that Lipscomb tried to propose a sexual relationship and all that it's, stuff that's
0: wild here here
1: was here was my text to you at 11 11 a.m or 11 pm sorry on uh, August 30th also Robert Lipscomb was just relieved of city duty today. What was my response this evening? Huge story, and you said what? When did all this go down? Damn! <laughs> and, that I sounds said, like I <laughs> and I said, like something I'd say. And I said, there's a criminal case that alleges he had sex with a 16 year old boy. No joke. And you said, <laughs> <laughs> what did I say? <laughs> <laughs> That's not funny.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, not. You were
1: you were just like I shouldn't laugh, but of literally all the things it could have been
0: oh my god wow i'm so proud of myself like i literally in my head was thinking of that response like yeah. i'm not laughing because it's funny i'm laughing because of the timing yeah and uh and i was like good I job know. taylor high five yeah i was yeah. like i know
1: robert lipscomb wharton's development bff shit is going down and you said what a fun week this will be <laughs> <laughs> i wasn't wrong and i said yes <laughs>
0: <laughs> we're the worst journalists ever <laughs>
1: um but no that's i how mean journalists discuss breaking like, yeah, news stories then, yeah fun fact i will text people like oh my god did you hear about that crazy
0: tornado it's gonna be great all yeah, the stories
1: just totally insane yeah but um but yeah so, so i mean so that's a huge story and that's still developing so yeah. we'll um, see how that plays out yeah but more people are stepping forward and i think <clears throat> my biggest issue with it is that like if he i think it wouldn't be so bad if he didn't have so much power in the first place yes and you're coming from a place of power and trying to pursue sexual relationships and i feel like it's going to get twisted into this anti-gay thing
0: <sighs> yeah which is, i don't know i don't know i haven't heard a lot about that and um, you know i run with people that are sure not anti-gay so i, I don't know if it'll be phrased quite that way sure I, I don't imagine i'm imagining that there's one person who's like fuck voting for ac wharton because yeah. of his gay friend which isn't who knows? Sure. This is all allegedly. This is all yeah. whatever.
1: Yeah, nothing has been...
0: I just... I think it's going to be more for whatever reason, how, whether it's fortunate or unfortunate, the focus is going to be more how AC handles this. Mm-hmm. And he's handling it fine, I think. Yeah. I, I don't, I'm not on his side. I don't, I'm yeah. not on anybody's side as right. a journalist. Like, I don't but care. But just,
1: just as a politician who's handling something as devastating as this could yes. be to a political campaign, it seems. Yes. He's, he's on he's the level He's not brushing it. it off. He's right. not like a minute. He addressed it very clearly and directly and when it being happened. And he's pretty honest. He's mm-hmm. not,
0: you know, being, he's not being shady. He's not like, sure. We're not telling you how we found out about this or how we handled it. Right. So.
1: Yeah, they've actually been really good about um, keeping the media in the loop. About For
0: once. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I can imagine. Because, I mean, shit, it would be a, it would be a shit If it got storm. out.
0: Yeah. If it got out that they swept it under the rug. Or yeah. If, oh, if, yeah. They seen, if, if AC knew about it and did nothing. Yeah.
1: Ooh. Oh, yeah. That would be terrible. Um,
0: so. That uh, just as a tangent, we were talking about awesome stuff the new Southerns doing, and (laughs) we had to make it weird.
1: Yeah, Um, but uh, but yeah, but this week, um, so that's going to be coming out. Your interview with Kirsten Cheers, Kirsten, Kirsten. I'm sorry, yes, Kirsten Cheers, and um,
0: I'm doing a thing on Spike Ball. Yeah, I'm not even going to go that into it. I'm just going to tell you that Spike Ball is cool. Yeah, it's a new
1: sport that's sweeping Memphis.
0: Yeah, it's so it's a it's a form of round net, which is just a net. In a circle. Wait, did
1: you just say you're not going to tell us about it and then you are going to sh- tell us about it? Okay, go ahead.
0: Anyway, it's cool. <laughs> it's about Roundnet. Yeah. Spikeball is Roundnet. Roundnet is Spikeball.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And that's all you're going to know about it till you read the article. So, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So keep an eye out for that. Um, Someone's being week.
1: sassy. Paige Ellens has come through again this week with some Paige awesome, Ellens. awesome art events. So you're Kevin into live Durant, art. Except yeah. she's not
0: going to break her leg. Right.
1: So. Yes. Knock on wood. So she is not our Westbrook.
0: Not her Westbrook, that's for no, sure. Not our uh, <laughs> Russell Westbrook. Her LeBron. Yeah. But she's not going to go to Cleveland. No, no, she,
1: no, okay. First of all, look, can we make it local for yeah, once yeah, in yeah, your goddamn fine. life? Sorry. Look, Jesus. He, she, she is our, <laughs> she is our Mark Gasol. Yeah. She's our Mark Gasol. She has been with us since the beginning. hmm. And she's just the tits. Much like Mark Gasol.
0: Much like Mark Gasol. So, um,
1: yeah, I and Zach's know rocking prettier. his Oklahoma City Thunder hat and being yeah,
0: it's fine. blasphemous in this fucking being a bunker tool, right now. Being a as usual. <laughs> as usual.
1: <laughs> I can't help it. <laughs> yeah, um, you can. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so, so we got some exciting things coming this week with Spike Ball and, um, that An interview art. with Christian Cheers. Yeah, Kirsten. Kirsten. God damn it. I'm I just terrible. It's okay. It happens. Well, I, I could cold. get her last name. Cheers. Cheers clink yeah clink Clink. anyway
0: (laughs) cheers in my vape i was you didn't have a drink what else was i supposed to do um so yeah so uh, we got a lot of cool shit coming so just be on the lookout oh yeah southern
1: we've got um yeah we've got some cool content coming our way
0: uh we're we're I'm just sorry. I cool. made a face because I don't consider myself cool. Cool. No kids one has content. ever looked at me and been like Taylor, you're really cool. So yeah, no, I just yeah, you no cool. Everyone's shaking their head. So when she says cool content, I'm like, well, I know it's not coming from me. <laughs> yeah, we, we're going
1: to be working with students from the University of Memphis Journalism Department. Yeah, we which are. is going to be exciting. Um, Go Tigers! Yeah, and and uh, it's it's going to be a lot of fun to, to and and you'll be able to read some up and coming journalists uh, delivering some really relevant and. Uh, cool news that you need to know as a digital native in Memphis.
0: I just love working with students especially from the University (laughs) of Memphis Journalism Department because I remember being in that spot and being like I wrote. I can't believe I wrote five hundred words. This was so hard. Right. And it's like, as soon as you start doing it more and more, you get to the point where you are like, only five hundred. Yeah. Are you fucking serious, Serious? <laughs> I can write five hundred words on that toilet. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> gross. <laughs> you know, you do what you gotta. Yeah. When You've got a deadline. You're you for sure write yeah, a story you, you while you are a poop. Bring that laptop and. Laptops, No, on your phone. Google Drive oh. that shit. Just. Is
1: that what it sounds like?
0: Yep. <laughs> that's me that's what, like poops, <laughs> <laughs> that's what it sounds like when taylor poops that's what it sounds like
1: little rabbit poops yeah but um but thank you guys so much for joining us this week <laughs> yeah for rabbit poops uh be sure to uh to check out the new com and uh be sure to heart this on the ohm network's website um, yeah show and, some love yeah share share with your friends and we've also um we've got some stickers
0: yeah we love stickers and we love to hand out stickers yeah and so if you want to rep the new southern
1: yeah like post a comment or um or let us know on facebook on the new southern facebook be sure to give us a like to you
0: or do a vine of you liking the podcast yeah, on the home network a, do a vine of a
1: vine of of, of, of your instagram, screen instagram that
0: shit I don't give a fuck just yeah. give us love yeah but just yeah
1: like it on the home network uh page and post a comment and,
0: and make sure you subscribe to the home network on itunes and stitcher and everything else that you could possibly subscribe yeah man I mean
1: the, the the podcasts are on a podcast addict. Mm-hmm. It's great. Mm-hmm. That shit's sure are. free. Yeah.
0: And honestly, it's one of those it's things where if you're not supporting local shit, you can get the fuck out. <laughs> damn okay i'm sorry yeah it was a dark place yeah absolutely but it's true also
1: this podcast has been brought to you by shit
0: (laughs) basically we're sponsored
1: by shit this week
0: sponsored by satan (laughs) (laughs) apparently (laughs) Apparently. sort of all
1: right well thank you guys so much for joining this week uh my name is alexandra pusiteri and
0: i'm taylor smith
1: thanks for listening to off the record
0: This podcast is a production of Ohm Audio and the Ohm Network. For more information, go to theoamnetwork.com.